0: Hey everybody, my name is Damara West and I am founder of Be Well, Beautiful Woman. I am delighted that you have joined us for the Be Well, Beautiful Woman podcast. I, as always, have a treat in store for you. We have an international known broker who has just started a campaign on happiness, which is a perfect time for the holidays, but also in general. So I'm so excited to dive into this, but before I give her formal introduction, I just want to, again, welcome you. Um, If you didn't know, be Well Beautiful Woman was created to make sure that female leaders and entrepreneurs were putting wellness first so that they can heal, live joyfully, and abundantly. And we do all of that while supporting you on your business journey. So we provide therapeutic services, coaching services, business coaching, and planning services, Reiki. EFT, retreats, and we have these business and wellness series, one of which that's coming up is called On Love and Forgiveness. So we're going to be doing a love and forgiveness series in January of 2021. It's a great way to kick off your year. In addition to that, many folks have been reaching out to us about our Reiki services. The beautiful thing is is that we're going to be able to provide some training for you so that you can learn how to do self-practice for uh, Reiki Level 1 and Reiki Level 2 provided by yours truly. So make sure that you stay tuned for that. Check us out at www.bewellbeautifulwoman.com. Again, that's bewellbeautifulwoman.com. And make sure that you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at the letter Be Well Beautiful. That's Twitter and Instagram. And then make sure that you like our Facebook page, which is Be Well Beautiful Woman. So let me give you what you are here for. I have an amazing guest. Uh, This amazing guest, has spent over a decade helping others find their happiness in homes all over the world the one and only Christian Ross, managing broker for Engel and Volkers and creator of the Curate Your Happy Challenge, which is actually where we're gonna be spending most of our time today. She knows firsthand what it takes to live your best life even during high stress times. She is one of Atlanta's most respected and recognized top selling brokers who has flourished into an international client base expanding through Europe, South America, Israel, Canada, and Australia. Her success, which has landed her on the Atlanta Realtors Association's Board of Directors as Vice President and the President of the International Real Estate Federation, has driven by her equal devotion to her career and personal life, which helps maintain her positive mindset. Christian, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, um, you know, we're going to spend a good amount of time talking about your curate your happy challenge, which I literally just signed up for. I'm super excited about, you know, I've been on this quest for happiness for um, the past couple of years. I was having a conversation with someone and I said, you know, I'm, I'm wondering like, what is this happiness thing? And can I really define it? And literally a couple of days later, we talk about the power of manifestation. I got an email about this healers group that was starting with the book um, may cause miracles, a 40 day guidebook of subtle shifts for radical change and unlimited Happiness by Gabrielle Bernstein that actually literally changed my life. I just went back to the book to do the 40 days of practice um, because I felt compelled to do that based on some changes that were happening and really wanted to um, expedite moving through those change as expeditiously as possible so that I can maintain my happiness. So with that, I'm curious um, about just to know what happiness means to you.
1: You know, happiness means to me freedom, And uh, happiness is just feeling free, just being peaceful. Um, You know, that internal peace, when someone gets in there, when they get in your mind, when they get in your heart, when they get in your spirit, it it just mixes things up. And when you can just release that, and I feel like just really feel yourself, minus Mm. anyone else, minus any other influence, when you just can sit with yourself, to me, that is just pure happiness.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So this is really important because there are so many people that I come in contact with that even just the idea of stillness is unsettling for them. Right. Um, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And so how you've made that connection, like the moment that we can be good with just being in these spaces, being intentional about these spaces and understanding these spaces are the spaces that we need in order to expand our happiness and our peace um, and our creativity for that matter. Um, And so what do you say to the person that really struggles with um, making space for being?
1: You know, I I think they have to look at it as a process. We oftentimes get so upset with ourselves and we give everyone around us grace, everyone. I mean, the person who cuts you off, you know, going into the parking space or your family member who has really overstepped their boundary. We give everyone else grace, but we don't give it to ourselves. We don't Mm -hmm. sit there and say, it's okay. So if you're in a space where that's where you want to be, Don't get upset that you're not there tomorrow or you're not there next week, but create a plan on how you're going to implement that into your life. I think everything is just, you know, it's, it's planning and and introspection and acceptance.
0: Yeah, you know, The Course in Miracles, it it talks about how we can focus on the problem or we can focus on the solution, right? And that's in part what you've illuminated, right? We can talk about all the ways in which we haven't become who we want to be or are living the lives that we want to live versus putting that energy into exploring what does it look like to live the kind of life that we want and what is it going to take for us to do that, right? So when you talk about that planning component, it is so important. Um, and that's actually what spurred uh, this love and forgiveness series that we're gonna be doing in January um, because when you talk about self-compassion and the grace that we bestow to everyone else um, that is the thing that we not only I mean of course we're lacking it for ourselves which is why leaning into love is so important and you know the opposite of love is fear um, and so I just I love that you're you're doing this campaign at this time and I'm really curious about about what will people get from it once they sign up
1: so when they sign up they'll really get <clears throat> excuse me walk through seven days of really working to align themselves with themselves just really checking in with themselves and creating those anchors of happiness so one of the things in the challenge is creating a playlist you know music it, it's it's invigorating. It helps channel us back to memories that we've had. Like you can put on a song. I can put on like Faith Evans from whatever. And I can instantly transport back to sitting at my college desk and doing a paper. And I think music is so powerful, just like so many different things. But if we use that and we think of, okay, obviously I'm feeling a little down today. Maybe something, you know, just shifted me. I want to, I I need to get my mind back on track I feel like if you have something that you can go to, boom, it helps you ankle, like just immediately anchor down to be like, okay, I can, I can get through this and I can start just, just feeling refreshed. Yeah. And like, you're kind of just starting clean. And I love that you're having the love and forgiveness because when we think about even just as women, I remember freshman year of college, I said, uh, I was dorm president and we had something and I, and something happened. I think there was a, maybe a, a possible sexual assault on campus. And I just recall saying how many people have been violated by someone and the show of hands of my, in my freshman class dorm right there, it was like 95%. So they were 18, 17 coming into college and 95% of them had already been violated. They already had something to heal and forgive themselves for, even though the forgiveness would have been on someone else.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and there's so much shame that we often, even though we're the victims and the, or, or, or maybe more appropriately, the survivors. I'm, i serve on the YWCA Kalamazoo board. Um, that's, that's my hometown. And, Um, you know, we use the terminology survivor, because, you know, that that's the much more appropriate term. And the reality Mm -hmm. is, is that, you know, we have been violated, we have been victimized, and yet we will still take on um, shame associated with this, we will blame ourselves for this. And which is why leaning into self forgiveness is so important, even for the things that maybe we shouldn't be holding. Um, And when I say should, I don't believe in shoulds, necessarily, even things that we may feel as if we should be holding on to or taking on. But, you know, whether we feel we should or we shouldn't, if we are and if it's interfering with our ability to be happy in any shape or form, it's worthy of us stepping into figuring out how can we shed some of this so that we can be free? Because as you said, right, like freedom is ultimately associated with happiness and happiness is the, you know, one of the highest vibrational um, emotions that we can experience. Like we were born to to be happy yet there's all these things that have interfered with our ability to be happy which has resulted in us giving so much of our power away and and i feel like this this challenge is helping as you said anchor us back to the to the god-given power that's already in us to live our lives on our own terms rooted in happiness
1: yes yes definitely definitely that's exactly how I feel
0: (laughs) yeah 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 absolutely absolutely well and then you talked about music right as being um you know one of the things that one of the tools uh, that you encourage people to tap into through this challenge which I really love in part because I believe that what you're attempting to do this through this challenge is give women accessible ways that they can practice and build their muscle around um happiness uh and also when you Talk about music, uh, you know. I use frequency music a lot in like my meditative and my Reiki practices, and all music has a frequency, which is why you know when we listen to mm-hmm. music and it moves us to feel a certain way, like that's the frequency. And so, you know, when you talk about uh, you know like the the music that we're choosing to listen to in order to be happy, well, in part we've got to listen to music that has that. Frequency of happiness, right? Yes. Um, and so, yes. so I, I love that. And I can't wait to um, engage with the challenge and uh, to share the challenge with our community.
1: Thank you. I'm so excited that you're sharing and, and how you said about the frequency, you know, that's even going to that vibration with, with different people, you know, in different situations. If you feel a certain way, sit in that feeling. And I think too often, you know, we have. Instagram we have this and we have that and we're going every direction that we're we're not listening as much
0: yes And and in order for us to listen it requires us to have the space and you know a lot of times we may feel like well, we don't have time for that well you know it's like well you pay now or you pay later right like yeah. you can choose to be happy now you can choose to live your life well rounded now um, I'll never forget when we first started traveling internationally um, and I was on a trip and we may have been like in Greece maybe I, I can't remember and we were in, and we were the youngest folks on this trip. And, you know, one of the couples said to us, you know, oh, you guys are so lucky because we wait, we had to wait until we paid off our house to have this experience. And all I kept thinking to myself was what a travesty that is. Like mm-hmm. what a travesty it is to feel like you've got to do X, Y, and Z in this linear fashion. And now you're at this age in your life, which in many ways may preclude you from enjoying all that this trip has to offer um, because you have this limiting belief that carried you through your whole lifetime, right? So all of us are walking around with limiting beliefs about, you know, all kinds of things, including what it means to be happy and our ability to um, be able to tap into it.
1: Definitely. I, I mean, just hearing that, I, it's interesting too, when you go on trips, I remember my, I think it was my third year anniversary and we were going to, to uh, Paris and Rome and someone said, well, why would you do that for your third year anniversary, wedding anniversary? That's like for your 20th. And I'm like, says who says who, how is yes. someone else going to tell me how to define what I'm going to do in my relationship, in my life? Like, I can't give you that power. No, we're going.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Well, and it goes to show you how a lot of times, like uh, you know, the boundaries, like our boundaries um are always rubbing up against the boundaries of other, other people or our beliefs are always rubbing against up against the, the beliefs of other people. Right. Yep, and so yep. um, and this is why like I love that word anchor that you use because, you know, I think that it's so important for people to understand that happiness is really an inside job. And, And because it's an inside job, if we are cultivating it on a regular basis, we are truly anchored in it. And it doesn't matter what's happening in our lives, we can still maintain our happiness in the midst of challenges. And so that actually leads me to my next question. You know, a lot of people have this belief that there's no way to be happy in the midst of chaos, right? And so, you know, how, how do people find and maintain their happiness in the midst of challenges and chaos?
1: You know, I think it just starts with one thing is just, you know, when you, and, and it may sound cliche, but it's so true that when you just open up yourself to that one part, that one piece of gratitude, you know, that you had breakfast this morning, that you are able to see that you can actually, you know, hug someone and feel them, um, it's just little things. It's, I, I think it's really just being passionate about the little things and and the what we're allowed to do. Like we have so many freedoms. When you sit there and you think about what's going on in Syria, in, in Yemen, they're about to lose a whole generation um, to malnutrition. And we're sitting here throwing food away every day. Like it's nothing. I mean, the, the amount of blessings that we have before us, we have to be thankful and and take it with one thing to start and say, thank you. Because once you do that, your heart literally explodes open. It's yes. like, Oh, okay. Well, man, the sky, it's really pretty today. You just start noticing everything that's, that's beautiful around you and everything that that's been, that you have the permission to do freely.
0: Yeah, well, and it's, it's reminding me about um, just this idea that that comes from A Course in Miracles as well, that whatever we focus on is what expands. And when you're leaning into gratitude, like you said, it's like, oh my gosh, like how beautiful. Well, well, A, we have to first be able to see the beauty, right? But then we want to be able to call out the beauty, which is why setting intentions is so important, right? Because If we want to see something differently, we have the ability to see it differently by setting an intention. And every time the ego creeps in, we can say the intention or the affirmation um, for that matter to lean back into this space that we want to be in. And so you know, this is why we call these these, um, strategies, if you will, practices, because we don't arrive at them. It's something that we continue to lean into day after day, moment after moment, um, until it becomes just so integrated in our lives that we have to be less conscious of it, right? But to to, to make the the unconscious conscious, it requires us to activate in different ways um, and to, to, you know, to really step into our power to be able to do that. And so I love that, you said that right it's like oh now my eyes are open and now i can see the beauty in everything right and and because i can see the beauty in everything it means that universe god the creator whatever we want to call it is going to conspire to bring us more beauty into our world because the focus is the beauty which is going to equate to more beauty in our lives it's the law of attraction
1: yeah completely yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay, good. So I want to talk a little bit about, um, just the fact that you are a highly successful international broker. Um, that's not, um, that's not a small fee. I don't know many women of color that fall in that category. You would probably have a much better sense of that than I do. Um, and so I'm just curious about, you know, what made you go into the field? You know, what, what do you like about it and what advice might you have for our listeners, uh, about becoming a broker?
1: Yeah. So um, for me, I had a friend who I was working in radio sales and it just became very redundant. It was, you know, I was selling Howard Stern. I was selling, you know, top 40 country or whatever, and it just became redundant. And I wasn't um, dissatisfied. I was like, this is great. I get to take people out for cocktails, talk about radio stations and their market. They buy the stations. I deal with the advertising agencies, life goes on. And it was it was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun, but it wasn't a challenge. And so when my friend said, Oh, I have a, you know, a friend I want you to meet, they are in commercial real estate. They do uh, condo conversions. And I was like, Oh, okay. And so I went over and talked to them and just decided to quit my job and go. And um, I think that's a move I wouldn't make now, <laughs> but you can do that in your early twenties. I feel like, <laughs> and, or, you know, I've, I might've done it now if I was in the space, but again, it's just different when you have more responsibilities. I didn't have as many responsibilities. So I was able to just say, bye to my job. If I don't do it now, when would I do it? And I just quit and started. And um, I appreciate that my mother said, oh no, you have your corporate Amex and your expense account and and your insurance. And I was like, well, if I don't do it now, like, when am I going to do it? And I didn't listen to her. And I went off and it's the best decision I ever made. And uh, and I found my passion with that. Like, I absolutely love real estate and I love the international aspect because learning from so many people, their cultures, uh, you know, where they're from, their backgrounds, it's, it's fascinating to me. And then, then to mix in homes is just like an everyday present, <laughs> other than when I'm negotiating. Yes. <laughs> but um, <laughs> when I'm negotiating, it's a whole
0: different... Oh, I'm oh, sure, I'm sure you're a beast when it comes to negotiating, right? But you can I'm sh- I'm sh- you can still maintain happiness in the midst of negotiating, I'm sure.
1: Oh yeah, because you know, it's all about relationship building. Like that person on the other side, I'm not looking at them like my adversary. I'm just looking at them like, how can I get them to get what I want for my client? That's yes. That's my goal. How can I make sure that we have such a great relationship? Because one of the things people forget, and this is in life as it is in real estate, at every given point, and I especially feel like this in marriage too, at every given point, someone has the leverage. Someone, Mm -hmm. you know, in marriage or relationship, someone's a little more in love than the other one. Uh, You know, when when you're sitting there with a situation negotiating, someone may have the upper hand, but either way, you never gloat when you have the upper hand. You go about your business because at any given time, it could flip and you're on the other side asking them, hey, can you work with us on X, Y, Z? Yeah. So so uh I you know I really love I actually really love negotiating and I'm a very non-confrontational person, but when it comes to to negotiate, I feel like I'm like Beyonce and Sasha Fierce. Like I, I just turn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love I would love to be in a room and just like see that in action, right? The fly on the wall. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I think anyone who wants to get into real estate, like you know, talk to your local Realtors Association or go on their website. Uh, see, they, they probably won't recommend schools, but at least you'll see the events that they're having, the type of events, because the type of events they're having to me always indicates what the climate is. If they're talking about multiple, multiple offer situations, then obviously that's the client, the, the climate. Um, I love that our local association talked about race and real estate. They they are having a series of discussions on that from that's lending to buying. And, and I, I'm just so proud of them because I'm like, that is not just the, hey, go sell a home. These are the tough discussions we need to have to move our industry forward and for people coming in and people who are already here to understand what is going on behind the scenes that they may not see every day because they live in a completely different reality than everyone else.
0: Yes. Yes, absolutely. Oh, that's so great. And I I love that you're having those conversations right now, not just because of the state of the world, but, um, those conversations are long overdue and, um, I'm just glad to hear that they're happening. Right. And that people are really, um, figuring out, you know, what does this mean? And and how can I be more equitable in my practices? Uh, So that's very, very encouraging. All right. So we are, we're going to be, you know, going back to your challenge, which I, I, and so what I want to just ask is, you know, not to give all of it away, but what are the top ways that you um, inspire women to take their happiness by the horn?
1: So one of the ways, of course, we talked about music, I really, you know, I am not good at journaling. (laughs) And I don't want to say not good. I'm not consistent. So I have to realize my limitation with that. And I love I can't remember what that app. I do know the app. Sorry, it's the it's the five, um, uh, the five things journal. So it comes in a book, but you can also get the app. Mm -hmm. And I love that because it's actually the only app I think I've ever paid for. Because every day, it specifically asks you, um, it's the five minute journal. It asks you, you know, it starts off, what, what, well, what am I grateful for? What am I going to do to make today great? My daily affirmation. So you're already sitting there setting yourself to have an intentional day. And then at the end of the day, it's just three amazing things that happened today. And then how could I have made today better? And I think asking yourself those questions, like I do it in the app. I used to do it in the book, but I wouldn't be consistent but I love the app because it specifically has pictures that you can add in. So if you saw that, that bird that you felt like was your grandmother sitting on a tree, you know, you could take a picture and instantly go back and see it from that day. And, and I love that because we're visual. I mean, and we're so much more visual now. Everything's moving so fast. Um, also to write letters to yourself, you know, talk to yourself for where you are now, date them, put them somewhere, make it fun for yourself. I love finding letters. From myself to myself <laughs> mm. and, and it helps me see where I was at in a certain place or if I was dealing with something what were my emotions then how do I feel about it now am I still holding on to something that I need to release mm-hmm. or did I read did I read the letter and I'm like okay cool you can do that okay or oh you got some work to do girl let's let's think about this let's break it down yeah so I, Oh, I'm so yeah, sorry. I no, I was just going to say, so those are some of the things that I do on a, on a daily Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm that's great so those I mean those are all wonderful ideas and you know things that I have certainly used in my own life at you know different times and journaling is something that I do on a regular basis and you know when I'm working with my clients whether it's a business coaching client or a um, life coaching client or leadership or whatever that may be wellness is always a thread right because we know that women experience burnout at a much faster rate we know that women historically are the last folks on there to do list. We know that we don't do a very good job at celebrating ourselves. We know. So the framework that you just gave within this app is really, really beautiful because it's the exact same framework that I use. You know, I'm talking about gratitude and, you know, and even, even encouraging my clients to not start with things that didn't go well. So I love how the app is set up to talk about that at the very end, where we've already primed ourselves mentally to feel good about our day, right? Exactly. Right. And so like, even that design, which is something that I impart all the time in my work, because I know, you know, as a, as a licensed therapist, how the brain works, and we don't want to go down this negative pathway, we want to fill ourselves with goodness, and so that it primes us to then talk about these areas of growth for ourselves, and which gives us the leverage then to be able to take meaningful action in the areas that we want to be able to change. I think we're able to just find more solutions if we come at it from a really positive mindset. Definitely, I yeah.
1: wholeheartedly agree.
0: Well, Christian, we have come to the end of our interview. I cannot tell you enough how much I uh, value this conversation. I enjoy this conversation. I know that our listeners um, are also going to get so much out of this. And I want to make sure that they can stay in touch with you. So how can they go about doing that?
1: Sure. Uh, feel free. Connect with me on social at Christian sold it and uh, go to curateyourhappy.com to take the challenge and, and stay in tune with the blog. And we talk about life, love, work, everything. And I am so excited about your series on love and forgiveness, because um, I think there's always more more love to give and more forgiveness to give. There's, I'm sure there's someone I need to forgive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well,
0: and you know, and maybe, you know, if, if we feel like it makes sense, maybe we'll have you on the lineup in January, right? Um, to speak to any of the topics that we're gonna be talking about and, and, you know, but at a minimum, you know that it's here. And if you wanna be able to share it with your audience, um, we would certainly welcome that with open arms
1: awesome thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it
0: yes yes thank you all right so y'all heard it here christian ross make sure that you sign up for her challenge i have already done that it would be great to do that side by side with you um and i'll probably be blogging about it as well based on whatever emerges for me uh related to this challenge so i'm so excited about it and once again make sure that you stay tuned for this first degree and second degree reiki training that we've got in december our love and forgiveness in a series. It's going to be happening in January. And the way that you can stay up to date on all things Be Well, Beautiful Woman is to make sure that you sign up for our e-news by going to our website, BeWellBeautifulWoman.com. Every single week, we're going to send you inspiration to your inbox along with all the events that we have upcoming and new podcast episodes like this amazing episode that we just recorded with Christian. So without further ado, we are going to end this podcast. I love y'all so much. I cannot wait until next time. And until that time, Asha everybody.